Hello and welcome to the Bridgetown Daily Podcast. My name is Pete Hughes. Together my wife B, we lead a church in central London called KXC. It's right in the heart of London, a place called King's Cross. So today I'm going to be stepping in for John Mark, who is a dear, dear friend. And before I launch in, can I just say how much we love and appreciate Bridgetown as a church community, having visited a year or so ago and having tracked your story over the last 10 years. We planted KXE at a very similar time to when John Mark and the team planted Bridgetown. So we've tracked your story over the decade and have been just overwhelmed with gratitude for your contribution to the worldwide church, the teaching that's coming out of your community, the model, the example that you've set. You guys are an inspiration and we love you dearly and feel a deep sense of connection with you as a church family. So sending huge love from across the pond here in London. Okay, if you've got a Bible, why don't you turn to Luke chapter four, we're gonna look at the story of Jesus entering into the wilderness and you can probably see the connection that in this COVID-19 crisis, for many of us, it has felt like a wilderness, a place of deep discomfort, a place where things are stripped back. The point of the wilderness, at least biblically speaking, is that when everything else is stripped back, all the other attachments, all the other idols dismantled in the wilderness, we discover what matters most and that's the place where we encounter God and we begin to hear his still small voice of affirmation over us. I believe that is what we're being invited into. So let's look at the model of Jesus. Now, in fact, before we do that, let me just nerd out on you. An interesting fact about the word quarantine. The the word quarantine comes from a Venetian word, quarantina. It literally means 40 days. The root of the word comes from the 14th, 15th century when the Black Death, this horrible virus, was sweeping through the world. And when ships came into harbour, they had to spend 40 days in quarantine. So before any passengers could come on board, this 40 days of isolation to make sure the ship was kind of swept and cleaned and purified so that it was safe for people to come on board and the virus wouldn't spread. So that's the root of the word. So when we read of Jesus entering 40 days of isolation, we can quite literally say he entered into quarantine. So if you've been asking the question like, God, do you even know what we're going through? This is horrific. Do you understand what this is like? The answer is yes. Jesus entered quarantine, 40 days isolation, and he too experienced this stripping back. So let's read from verse one. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan, that's the place of his baptism, was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them, he was hungry. Now in the wilderness, we have three temptations that come at Jesus. All of these temptations are the enemy seeking to invite Jesus to find his deepest longing satisfied outside of his relationship with the Father. Now that relationship has just been affirmed at Jesus' baptism in Luke 3, where the heavens are torn open and God speaks and says, this is my son whom I love, with him I'm well pleased. All of the temptations are trying to break that bond of sonship, hence the language in the temptations, if you're the son of God, trying to question this sonship that is the very foundation of Jesus' ministry. So the first temptation, If you're the son of God, tell this stone to become red. Essentially, this is the enemy inviting Jesus into self-sufficiency, trying to break this pattern of dependency on the Father. Go and look after your own needs, be self-sufficient. How many of us in lockdown have experienced 
deep needs. And suddenly we've realized, gosh, I'm not self-sufficient. I thought I should be. I thought I was self-sufficient. And our culture celebrates that. You're a self-made man. You're an independent woman. Throw your hands up at me. That, that we celebrate that self-sufficient mindset. And, and what we've realized is we're not self-sufficient. We have needs. We have needs for community. We have needs for the coffee shops to reopen. Like we have these deep needs and the deepest of those needs is connection with our maker. What we see here is that God incarnate, God in human flesh, Jesus himself basically says, no, I don't want to be self-sufficient. I don't choose the path of self-sufficiency. I have needs and my ultimate need is to live in the love of the Father. What does he say in response to the temptation? He says, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone. Quoting Deuteronomy. The full quote is, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now, what is the word that's just come from the mouth of God. The answer in Luke chapter 3, which precedes this temptation's narrative, is that God says, you're my son whom I love, with you I'm well pleased. Jesus is basically saying, I'm tuning into that voice. I am feasting on that voice. That is the voice I need to hear. Second temptation is the devil takes Jesus to a high place, shows him all the kingdoms of the world and says, if you bow down and worship me, all this will be yours. This is a temptation to find our deepest sense of significance outside of our relationship with God. So the enemy says, go on, bow down and worship me and all this will be yours. In other words, the enemy is offering Jesus his destiny without suffering, the kingdom without the cross, the catches, bowing down to worship the enemy. And Jesus says, no, my deepest significance is found in my relationship with the Father. He says, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. There's only one person I'm bowing down to. There's only one place I'm finding significance, and that is in the love of the Father. Have you experienced that? significance being challenged like oh my goodness am I significant who am I significant to all of these insecurities begin to emerge what if you were being stripped back so that you could find your deepest significance in your relationship with your father in heaven third temptation the devil takes Jesus to the high point in Jerusalem on the temple and says, go on, throw yourself down. The angels will catch you. You know, do something spectacular in front of the crowds. You'll win the love of the crowds. And this is the temptation to find our deepest sense of affirmation and love outside of our relationship with God and in the affection and love of the crowds. And Jesus says, no, I refuse to do that. And again, quote scripture, it is written or it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Now, here's the crazy thing in this crisis where we've been isolating and more disconnected from people than maybe we've ever experienced before. We're probably experiencing less affirmation than we've ever experienced before, at least face-to-face affirmation. No one's patting you on the back in the workplace saying, you're incredible, well done, keep going. So this drug, if you like, of affirmation that many of us feed off, suddenly we've gone cold turkey. And it's like, oh my goodness, who am I when people aren't affirming who I am and what I've done? And maybe in the stripping back, God is saying, I want you to feast on my affirmation. My voice is the voice that matters. 
So Jesus goes through these deep temptations around his identity, around security, significance, love, all of these deep longings that every human being encounters. And then let's read this in verse 13. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Verse 14, here's the key. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. So in this temptation season where everything was being stripped back and where Jesus was left with just the voice of the Father that was spoken over him at his baptism. In other words, my love is enough. My grace is sufficient. This is all you need. When everything was stripped back and, and Jesus held on to the thing that mattered most, suddenly that's when the power was released. What if we look back on COVID-19 and in years to come, maybe decades to come, we tell our kids, we tell our grandkids, do you know what that season? It was horrific. Everything was stripped back. We all felt insecure and exposed. All of our idols were revealed all of the attachments were revealed and all of them were stripped away but and this is the significant but when all of that was stripped back i heard a voice and the voice said this is my son this is my daughter whom i love with him with her i am well pleased and when i heard that voice i came out of quarantine i came out of lockdown i came out of isolation in the power of the spirit because i realized what mattered most and it's the love of my father let's pray father in heaven we choose this day to tune into your voice the voice that matters most the voice that affirms us in our deepest being Lord, we want to understand intellectually more of that love, but we want that love to be our felt experience and the fuel that sustains us and propels us forward. Fall afresh on us, Spirit of God, and pour into us the love of the Father. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless everyone at Bridgetown.